Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. This is our sidetrack episode for last week's R.A.M. Life's Rich Pageant. And uh, today we are talking about a side project of the R.E.M. guitar player, Peter Buck, uh, a little side project called the minus five. So Q, you said that you have heard of these guys, but have you actually listened to them? Actually, I was thinking about Maroon Five. You were thinking of Maroon Five? No, dude, I'm just fucking. Okay. Uh, I've heard the name. I don't know if I've I've heard any other songs or anything. So it seems like the the REM dudes they had this side project that they all contributed to even Michael Stipe called the Hindu love gods. Oh my. And I was listening to that and honestly wasn't too impressed. Um, it sounded more, it, it was more like really blues based, which is fine. Like I like blues and everything, but I just wasn't feeling the, um, the vocalist, the vocalist, the primary vocalist yeah. for the Hindu love gods project uh, is this guy named Warren Zevon, uh, and I just wasn't uh, wasn't too impressed. Um, what was Michael Stipe doing in that band if he wasn't singing? Uh, he would do like he he would do like live concert, like you know, back in like early nine. Well, <laughs> actually eighty four. So literally at the origin of REM, uh, Michael Stipe did a um he sang with um actually he did drums and vocals when they they did a couple live shows back in 80s but he he didn't um he wasn't on the album so he would just kind of sing with them you know on the side during live yeah. performances okay. but anyway I, I didn't like the vocalist so i decided uh not to 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 go with hindu love gods for the sidetrack uh but each of the members of the of REM, uh, they've they've all kind of 
had had projects on the side that they've worked on. Uh, Mike Mills had a group called. Um, well, he's actually done his own kind of solo stuff. He he also put out an album with a, a orchestra, like a kind of like a rock and orchestra type thing uh, that wasn't wasn't that impressive either. But the minus five, I actually enjoyed quite a bit, and that's um, man. So they almost struck out there, dude. <laughs> Two out of three side products you were not a fan of. Yeah, I mean, I was not a fan of. I'm sure there's people who enjoyed it, but the minus five is actually. I uh, mean, I don't. I'm not ever too impressed by straight like standard blues either. You know. Yeah, I mean, the the only cool thing that they did on on the one album that they put out, Hindu Love Gods, is they did a cover of uh, Raspberry Beret by Prince, which was pretty cool. Other than that, yeah, it's, that's pretty. Cool. Album wasn't all that impressive, but the minus five, um, to me at least, sounds like the most. It it doesn't sound like a, just some side thing, you know, for fun. Like minus five is is right. is, uh, you know, I feel like if if REM wasn't hugely successful, minus five could have uh, could have been Peter Buck's uh, main main uh, main gig, you know. Yeah, but uh, they didn't. They obviously didn't achieve success like REM did. But it's uh, basically it's a uh, this guy Scott McAfee, who is uh, his his main band is called the Young Fresh Fellows. They're a Seattle band. Man, they need to they need to work on these names, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> the Young Fresh Fellows. Young Fresh Fellows. Yeah. They, That's the worst band name. Yeah, they formed in of all time. in eighty one, in Seattle. Um, but anyway, so it seems to me like minus five is kind of a. I don't want to see a super group, but you know, it's a side yeah, project yeah. of a couple of other, a few other uh, pieces. It's no traveling Wilburys, right? No, I don't know what that means. But. What? Traveling Wil? What? Who? Dude, look it up. I'm not even going to tell you. What's it called? The Traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys. Oh. Come on, brother. Oh, Tom Petty, Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, George uh-huh. Harrison. Bob Dylan. You, dude, you don't know you don't know about you don't know about them traveling wheelbarrows? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure don't. I think they've got one song that's that was really big. Mm. Dude, let's play it. You know what? Let's let's get some traveling wheelbarrows on this episode, huh? Alright. Here, play, play, play me something. I'll play my favorite one. Oh, this one, dude. This is my favorite one. Handle with care. Being beat up and battered around. Being sent up and I'm being shot down. You're the best thing that I've ever found. Handle me with care. Reputations change. Situations terrible, but baby, you're adorable. Handle me with care. I'm so tired of being lonely. I still have some love to give. 
So is it is it primarily uh, Petty on vocals for the like the main, or do they kind of alternate? Uh, I don't I don't honestly I haven't listened to too much of it, but yeah, dude, you want to talk about it? There, that's your super group right there, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. All right, so anyway, let's uh, let's get to it. Like I said, this is a side project of uh, Peter Buck, guitar player for REM, and. Uh, we're going to play something from their first album came out in 95. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's well into REM's, uh, REM's, uh, career, right? Uh, yeah. Well into their heyday. Right. Exactly. All right. So this song is called find a finger. That was great. So I'm getting some spoon vibes, right? I was getting uh, some early Beck vibes too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just with the the lyrics, yeah, um, are kind of, I guess, wacky would be, or, or like the timing of 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 the the melody and everything. I liked it. It was just good old mid '90s. Um, the guitar kind of was a little bit. I don't, not grungy, but you know, it, it's, it's like, you know, all the good, all the good vibes from, from the night and from nineties rock, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I had that piano toward the end there, but yeah, most of the, uh, yeah, that was cool. most of the, of the songs and the lyrics are kind of playful like that, as far as like what they're singing about, you know, they were just having fun. It seems like, yeah, I like it a lot anyway. So, uh, you know, that song didn't really feature heavy guitar work by Peter Buck, but but that was him on the guitar. There's there's some more. Uh, I will say that that his guitar work on this on this album 
on the first one at least is is not is not the kind of stuff that he does for REM. Like he, you know, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, his REM stuff has always been really um, sort of uh, expressive and like melodic and whatnot. For this side project, it seemed like he didn't really do the same thing that he has always done for REM. So maybe he just kind of used it as a, you know, sort of like with, with the Hindu love gods, like they were doing blues rock basically. So that seems to be probably kind of the thing that, that people do when they get the opportunity with side projects. It's like, you know, Hey, let's, you know, do something different. Yeah, totally. So yeah, man, that's that short and sweet. Dig it. So Q, we talked about, um, we've talked about, doing a sort of year-end episode where we, you know, sort of do a extended what you heard for 2018. Like, just kind of talk about our favorite songs we've stumbled upon, bands we've stumbled upon uh, in 2018. Are we going to do that next week, or are we going to continue our Radiohead uh, fest? Because, you know, we're running out of, running out of days here. Yeah, no, let's do it, man. Let's let's cover it. So, hey, let's pause and uh, appreciate the fact that, I mean, I mean, we've been doing this for more than, wait, hang on, we, we're we've, I think we've been doing this for a year now. I mean, we've been recording for over a year, but yeah, I mean, we well, we released our first one beginning of this year. So yeah, dude, we're about to we're coming up on a full calendar year of, of doing this podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, let's do it. So yeah, what I was thinking would be cool if we yeah we just devote an entire episode to our favorite what you heard's from the past year. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, but but you know I don't want to limit ourselves to just songs that we've already talked about on this podcast. So I might I might bring something new to the table. I'm basically going to go through uh, songs that I've listened to this year, like the heavy hitters, and just bring maybe three songs from from my discoveries over the year may or may not coincide with what you heard from from episodes past but there might be some overlap yeah. cool sounds good yeah we'll just it'll just be a, a music heavy episode to uh run out the year all right so yeah let's let's do that that'll be uh that'll be a fun fun episode sort of a break from the uh break from the usual so you know, from the weekly grind, the, the weekly, the weekly grind. All right, so yeah, that's that. That was our sidetrack episode for this week. Uh, that was the minus five side project of Mister Peter Buck, guitar player for REM. And uh, next week we're going to talk about uh, reminisce over uh, songs that we discovered and loved in the year 2018. So uh, that'll do it for us. Visit our website, nofillerpodcast.com, where you can find all of our episodes and show notes for each episode. And uh, that's that. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Talk to y'all next week. One, two, three, four.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 